Hello, it's Kate here from Womankind, wishing you a warm welcome to Cyclical Living Unwrapped, where we explore the gifts and the challenges of cyclical life with experts in the field of menstruation, perimenopause and cyclical living. And today I'm talking to Liz Thomas. Thank you, Liz, for coming. Hello, Hello. thank you for having me. Thank you for inviting us to get involved in this. Oh. And you're a sacred circle facilitator mm-hmm. and a circuit I can't say it, a certified cycle and that's like a tongue twister. I know. A certified cycle. <laughs> <laughs> a certified cycle and spiritual coach you've made yep. that really hard for yourself yeah a creative practitioner and an advocate for wild women mm-hmm. and you're here to nurture and empower others and support you listeners to step into your true power thank you so much for coming that's okay there's just so many facets to my business I can't help myself so uh, sorry to give you a mouthful there but that's just that's just me in a nutshell <laughs> complex <laughs> so Liz tell me about your summer superpower uh, I think my main summer superpower when it comes to being in the summer of my cycle would be I have the ability to take things in my stride far more than at any other point in my cycle um, things kind of bounce off me like shrapnel. Um, it's the stresses of life just feel so much easier to deal with. I've got a four-year-old daughter who is a wild whirlwind, a wonderful wild whirlwind, but, you know, life is really busy with a four-year-old and a business that's multifaceted um, and a house that's being renovated. So in my summer, being able to allow things to bounce off me just comes so much more naturally I find I'm more patient in my parenting. I find that I am more productive in all of life. Um, And then I also feel like I've got more gift of the gab. I've got more ability to communicate myself um, clearly. And yeah, it just, everything for me just seems to be easier at that point in my cycle. Um, Yeah, it's it's the taking things in my stride, which is the main thing. I think before I came to cyclical work, I definitely was a bit of a ball of stress um, and dipping into this world and learning all about myself and unpicking myself in all the manner of ways. This really helped me to understand how I can balance things out a little bit better for myself. Mm. And is there anything that trips you up in your summer? Yeah, I think I I tend to burn the candle at both ends at this point in my cycle um, and I do it unwillingly I don't even know I'm doing it I give so much to people in terms of with my business I get a lot of people messaging me I'm sure you understand that and I'm happy to just chat with them and I just give 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 and I love the conversation then I invest far too much time in it or I may have um I'll stay up late I'll stay up till the middle of the night and just you know binge watch or create or um get a piece of work done that I need doing and I think um that can lead obviously to exhaustion then as you come into the later half of your cycle. So um, yeah, that is the thing that trips me up and I have to be so careful to pair it back as much as I possibly can. So how do you put the brakes on it? I have to give myself a stern talking to um, <laughs> sometimes. Um, you know, it's the summer holidays now, so everything for me is simmered down. A lot of my work is um, quite term-based term in person. And um, that means... It's free for all for me mentally so I have to 
um, get my partner to say, right, you're coming to bed. So he's he's in on it all, which is great. Um, and he will say, come on, let's you know, so let's go to bed at a reasonable hour. And he's really good at having um, a routine, a, a sleep routine. So he just reminds me of that alongside my stern talking too, especially when I know for a few cycles now, for example, I've been quite exhausted. I've had quite a few things come up that prevented me from resting as much as I wanted to in the latter half of my cycle. And then obviously it just overlaps into the next cycle. And um, so I'm in a bit of a, a cycle of that at the minute. So just peering back, ensuring that I um, give myself limits with who I'm messaging and not being afraid to say, look, sorry, um, I'm not up chatting right now as well. It's really important. Social media breaks, things like that. And as you cross that boundary from summer into autumn, what supports you there? Because you, you, you said earlier you're in your autumn phase at the moment. Yeah, I'm just transitioning today into autumn, really. Um, Support-wise, I, I quite like sitting in my autumn. It's where I feel comfortable. So I quite look, for, I quite look forward to going into it, um, knowing that this is the time in my cycle where I um, allow myself to get out in nature more. I plan for it more. Um, I... I feel like I have got more permission to say I just need space at this point of my cycle. So um, I guess planning that in is something that really supports me as I transition. I'm sorry about my dog, if you can hear him. Um, he's ravaging the postman right now. But um, yeah. <laughs> You're a tunnel dog. <laughs> yeah, he's Jack Russell. He thinks he's a Rottweiler. It is what it is. Um, yeah, so I think like planning forward and ensuring that I do ask for that time. Um, when I move into my autumn, I'm very, very clear about my needs with my partner. He's learned alongside myself. So, you know, he knows everything about the cycle. He knows everything about how I behave during my cycle. And um, everything's not perfect. Obviously, nothing ever is. But I'm quite, if I can catch myself, I will communicate my needs before I tend to explode or um get overwhelmed um yeah so space for me clear communication is key because when i do go i go and then clear communication just doesn't happen um i use a lot of a journal my, my business part of my business is in um journal workshops so i create art and i journal um and it's deeper it's much deeper in my autumn um much more creative and dark sometimes but I love that I'm really happy to delve into my shadows um and accept my you know my shadow side alongside my light side and then I, I also attend meditation groups for myself um and I bring that in if I need it so I guess yeah there's a lot there really I do loads but another thing I think a lot of people don't talk about is um to support yourself uh, sex or sexual pleasure orgasms I think it's really important to um, point out to people that like that is okay and it's okay to use that as a form of coping as a form of releasing as a form of getting all those chemicals that you need to be pulsing through your body to counteract what's going on um, so yeah I make that a slight priority at this point in my cycle too yeah mm, yeah because it can be you know, it's, it's it's wonderful when you have, you know, when you have libido rising, but sexual pressure can also be like, you know, dosed like medicine. Yeah. 
you really wound up. And there's nothing Especially wrong with a four-year-old. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely dose like Madison with a four-year-old. Yeah, sure. Oh. And moving now more into your winter phase, what, what does rest look like for you? So rest comes to me in many forms. I think before I had a child, rest would be literally doing nothing, sitting in a field all day if I wanted to. But I have a child, I have a business, things have changed drastically in my life in the last six, seven years. And so rest now is more active, but also it's usually in greener spaces. Got a camper van, I will just take it up. I live in the valleys of Wales. There's common land behind my house. So I just take it up on the common and I'll go and do my work up there if I need to and just have regular long breaks where I just immerse myself in just noticing and looking, um, to be really mindful. But also I think I go to meditation groups, but when I'm feeling particularly drained and exhausted, I'll do a lot deeper like yoga nidra practices. Um, which I just will find something that suits me on, on YouTube. And at that point in my cycle, alongside my autumn, I can be quite irritable. So um, I often will ensure that the voice of the person who's leading the practice suits me, because otherwise I, it doesn't help. Um, and then I think I think I said about that, you know, just pausing, just taking those breaks. So even where you cannot have a big bleed, even when you cannot fully immerse yourself in that part of your cycle 24 hours a day just being able to to pause and like take yourself off in the garden and have that cup of tea and probably sit probably sit there and have that tea and make sure I get to bed earlier I, I'm exhausted by that point in my cycle anyway usually so I regularly will have very very early nights long baths very relaxing soothing things that I can fit into my very busy schedule and another thing I do actually quite regularly is I will um, take myself out for little lunch dates. So I might hold a workshop in the morning um, and, you know, I can't cancel my workshop purely because I'm bleeding. Um, they are in creative journaling, a lot of them, and sitting in circles of women. So it's a beautiful space to be in anyway. But I am leading. I'm at the helm. And so I will often say right there's no work happening after this and I'll take myself off and someone will make me lunch and serve me and and then I go and carry on being a school mum and pick my daughter up. <laughs> mm. So how does your winter work with parenting and with a, with a wild four-year-old? So big breeds don't really happen here they will happen maybe every season. I think I think you'll have, you need to explain what a, a big bleed is for people to okay so a big bleed is where you prioritise time for yourself. You may, um, it can be as big or small as you want it to be, I'm guessing, but mostly it is that you are able to kind of lock yourself away. You'll have everything prepared, ready. You'll have food ready. You'll have the things that give you pleasure and joy. You will, you know, if time in nature is your thing, you might go and spend time on your own. Like I would go up in my van and spend a couple of days completely alone, just doing my thing um, and just really immerse myself in whatever was ne what I need, felt like I needed. Just really listening to my body, listening to my intuition, you know, like spending time on divination practices and ritual, if that's what you're into. Um, and then just really nourishing myself with good food that's been pre-prepared, um, but it doesn't really happen very often. So I might do something like that. I would say seasonally and it usually looks like me going away in my van 
alone or sometimes with my sister and we just kind of tend to each other and do very very little lots of reading lots of listening to music lots of writing um free writing usually to see whatever comes because that's where the magic comes often for where I'm going to go next yeah that's what rest looks like it's quite complicated but that's a big lead but what but in back in back in the sorry back in the real world yeah when you're on the school run and you're knackered, then how do you integrate that with your daughter? Or when it's, you know, it's a Saturday and there's a play day and there's soft yeah. play and your partner's somewhere else. How do you how do you integrate that into your everyday life? So I think, I, I mean, my daughter's four, but I communicate with her very clearly about how I'm feeling and where I am. I want her to be able to feel like she can do that with me. So I've, I've always done that. She might not completely understand that mummy has no patience right now. Mummy's on a period and mummy's very tired right now. But she does, she's very sensitive. So she does, she's beginning to really understand now um, that maybe just coming and putting her hand on me rather than going mummy 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 is the way that I'm going to be able to respond to her she knows that I'm not going to do it as quickly as I usually would and I have to say to her you need some more patience but also I don't plan things in like um that very rarely I would plan something in like that if I know I'm going to be bleeding um and often my partner we're really good at picking each other up where we need to and so he will pick up the, the mess really you'll pick up all the stuff that needs to be doing and then I'll just go and say right I'm having some space and time if that's not possible the evening is my time where I just go and shut myself away in my in my room um and just do whatever I feel is necessary yeah it's, it's, a, it's actually really lovely to be able to have a partner that's supportive and I don't think if he didn't understand the cycle um, and what's going on, he probably would just think, oh, it's just another excuse. But because he has no choice to but to understand the cycle, because I talk about it all the time, he really does understand, okay, this is what's happening now. That's lovely to have I, that. I'm, I'm really struck listening to you as you, you explain how this works in your life. What a fabulous role model you are for your daughter, you. but also Thank for you. your partner. Mm, well men you know they need to know and I, I think we've always 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 been very open we've been together nearly 20 years we know each other inside out and I just think like I, I've always been very authentic in my nature um hence why I, I do the work I do now I think I feel like I'm in the right place to lead women to come back to themselves and um yeah so that just comes go it, it's across my life that that happens and I guess I wouldn't have a partner that that wouldn't do that so well I wouldn't I wouldn't put up with that. <laughs> and tell me about your springs what are your springs like and when do, when do you notice spring arising hmm Day four, five, day five of my cycle, I usually merge in spring. The energy rises uh, very noticeable. I feel awake and alert again um, if I've managed to rest as much as I possibly can. Uh, they can feel a little bit edgy to begin. And I guess most of us have got a level of wounded maiden inside of us and she can arise and feel quite needy um I definitely need more contact more physical kind of 
support, like proper hugs and um, touch then. So my partner, he's not very given particularly of just a hug. He's not he's not a huggy, huggy person, but I'll just go in and say, I need this right now, and it works that way. Um, and she can feel quite insecure at times for no reason apart from things are surfacing and you just feel a bit edgy. Um, so I just need to make sure that I don't rush out of those gates too quickly because I think when I start rushing out of the gates with the energy rising, that um, that's when I tend to get those more spiky feelings, should we say, and emotions arising in myself. Um, I can I can tend to forget myself and I can tend to hyper focus on things, um, but it's also part of my superpower there because I become quite creative i'm able to plan whereas in the autumn of my cycle i can get i can get shit done um and i can finalize things but i cannot plan for toffee and then in the spring of my cycle i can plan and, and be very strategic with things um oh, so that's, just... that's a fantastic spring spring superpower because oh wow i have i have in a in a season envy <laughs> bring the plans you got like all the hope and optimism and possibilities and the capacity to make to put it in place that's oh my god yeah it's really really useful it's, it is useful if I'm making sure that I'm keeping hold of it obviously life gets in the way at times you know so when when you're running around like a headless chicken a lot of the time you just gotta make sure you just come back to center and go right where am I have I got a structure? I think where you're in your winter and you get all of these creative um, messages, intuition, intuitive thoughts, dreams, um, you know, if you can grasp onto that and then move into your spring and be able to think about, right, how do I really want to do this? Is this something that's for me? Um, readdress that. Is it not just a dream? Um, and then think about how you can strategically move forward. It just works for me. Um, you know, it's not for everybody. I know if I haven't harnessed onto it, I can be quite scatty and I want to do all of the things all of the time. Um, and I feel quite like I'm floating about because I haven't really got anything to focus on. Um, yeah, so it just varies, I guess, where I am in the year, where I am in life. <laughs> But when you can get hold of it, it's really powerful for me. Mm. Oh, thank you so much, Liz. There's so much richness in there in seasons. Oh. Where can listeners find out more about your work, please? Or is there is the stuff you want to tell us about? Or please, we'd love yeah. to. I mean, my as I said at the start, my business is Soul Creative Circle. It started off as um, a passion project. Um, running creative journaling circles online for well-being, for people who want to delve into their shadows and work themselves and understand themselves. Um, and I started it um, because I had lost my mother and I was grieving and I'm very analytical, so therapy wasn't really doing a lot for me. I was doing it myself. And then I, I inherited all her art equipment and I started creating and realized how powerful it was um so I thought right I'll start doing this for people I, I was a teacher so I was used to using all of the online garb that we need and um yeah it went really well and people received it really well um but my it, it's then expanded into something far more so 
I coach one-on-one if people want that. I, I coach more on the spiritual side of things rather than the, say, nutrition and health side of things. Um, I like to do a lot of the unpicking with people. But I also run workshops, courses, um, a myriad of different things to suit and empower different women and people who were assigned female at birth. Um you can find me at Instagram at Soul Creative Circle or on Facebook at Soul Creative Circle. My website is currently under reconstruction. Might have been there for a little while, but it's coming. Um, but all of my information is usually on my Instagram page or there's a link to my link tree on there with all of my different facets as such. Um, yeah, I'm a complex being with lots to give. And um, I, I absolutely love what I do. So if anybody's ever interested in exploring themselves creatively, um, thinking about their cycle, their life cycle, then they can come out and find me and we can have a chat. Oh. I also don't do hard sells. So you're welcome to come <laughs> and there's no pressure. <laughs> as long as you're not in your winter. Yeah. Just- <laughs> that will be clearly flagged. <laughs> yeah. I'll have a chat in my autumn, but it might be shorter. And then in my winter, I might just go, right, um, can I get back to you? And then that's what happens. Um, you know, we've got to preserve our time. Our time is precious. So we need to preserve it as much as possible, don't we? Thank you so much, Liz. You're welcome. And if Thanks you're curious, me. sorry, say that again. Thanks for having me here. Oh God, it's 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 just so it's just so interesting hearing about your inner seasons. So interesting, especially that spring. I'm going to be thinking about that for a while. I have so much envy about you. <laughs> you know, before I came to sickle cool awareness, autumn was something where I really, really struggled. I thought I was going quite mad to be honest and um it's what led me into learning about it all so it's completely changed my life because it's now my favorite part of my cycle which is fascinating we love to hear that we love to hear that oh and if if it is wild and if listeners want to get into their own you want to get into your old own wild inner seasons and learn to love your autumns your pre-menstrual menopause you might enjoy our free workshop, which is on the, oh God, every time I get this wrong, on the 4th, <laughs> on the 4th of September at 7pm. Mm-hmm. Or there is our self-paced online course, Perimenopause Unwrapped, mm-hmm. uh, which you can find at woman-kind.co.uk. And we'll be delighted to welcome you there. And if you have any questions, you can contact us through our site. And the details for Liz and Womankind will be in the show notes. Aww. Sounds fabulous.